Welcome to Wise Health for Women Radio with Linda Prater. Women are pressed daily to give more, learn more, and be more, often at the expense of mind, body, or spirit. Each week with intriguing guests and topics, we'll bring you fresh ways to view your limited time, encouraging a shift to new, healthier perspectives. Wise Health for Women Radio, helping women thrive. And now here's your host, Linda Prater. Greetings, and we are so glad that you've joined us today. I'm Linda Crater, and we have a wonderful show for you today. I don't know about you, but I have gone through many, quote, personal styles. Um, Some of them have been embarrassing when my daughter told me I was wearing mom jeans years and years ago, to gaining a real interest in my own personal style and feeling like I fit my skin and that my Outfits and clothes, and some people say costumes, which makes me laugh, make people very aware of who you are and what you are projecting to the world. And I think a lot of the times what we wear is either reflective of how we feel or in some cases reflective of how we wish to feel that day. So we're going to be talking all things personal style and identity with stylist Annie Francis. And Annie, welcome to our show. We're so happy to have you. Thank you so much. I'm really pleased about this because, as I said, I've gone through many metamorphoses over the years, and sometimes it's been because of neglect. You know, I I just haven't had the time. I was taking care of everybody else, and so I just stayed wearing the same things I'd always been wearing. Do you think that's common for women? It's very common, and it it actually bums me out. But as a mom myself, you know that you do get the back burner, um, (laughs) which is all the more reason why to take that extra time to throw on a necklace that's very quick or lipstick that just makes you feel like a woman, like a lady, like you again. Um, But it is very common. And I try to teach quick approaches, quick tips, so that women can still feel like themselves and beautiful in the midst of, you know, the crazy life that they are leading. You know, I love that you said that because I, I still remember going out, you know, you've, you've got young children, you, you're dressed for the day and, and then somebody throws up on you. <laughs> you know, there's a, there's a lollipop stuck in your hair. There's all kinds <laughs> of things that can go on that you didn't exactly plan for. But your point about, taking small steps to make a big difference is really important because it does not take a lot of effort when you put your mind to it. When you do decide to put yourself somewhere on that list, you're probably still not at the top of the list, but somewhere on that list that if you feel good, you project better, you, you just really are happier. And I I think that there's those times as a mom, we have all roles, you know, phases in our lives. And and I often wonder, I know my personal time to change was after the birth of my second baby. And I suddenly didn't want to look the same as I always had looked. Is there mm-hmm. a typical time that women find their personal style or, or embed their personal style and, and really embrace it? You know what, it's more and more I'm finding the women, because when I go through a style profile, it's with every single woman that I meet and work with. But lately it's been women more, you know, forties to fifties that they Mm -hmm. finally kids are out and I've been working on the house and kids are off to college. And now it's time for me. 
And they always feel a little bit guilty about that. Um, <laughs> but after it's said and done and, you know, they've taken the time to purchase some new things or we put great things together, they are so excited. Nothing is more pleasurable for me to see than they spin around in the closet and say, oh, my gosh, I do love this. I feel great. That's the ultimate. Um, but, yes, yeah, so I'd say 40 um, to 50s is mm-hmm. when people truly – because it's not what's on trend. It's not what they're seeing in stores. It's truly what flatters their figure and how they feel. Because just like growing, I mean, your style grows. You might, mm-hmm. you know, one piece might have been in in the 20s or, oh, that fun trend. But you just sort of are buying what's on sale sometimes for pricing um, when you're younger until you've established and gotten a job. And then still, you know, if you're in the suiting world, you kind of stick to suits because you don't know how else to dress for play. And so it's really getting to know yourself a little bit more is what I've, mm-hmm. I've found with women. They're just more sure of themselves and there's a little more confidence in wanting to learn how to dress themselves um, in a way that represents and alludes how they want to show the world. them. I, I agree with you. I think we are more comfortable in our own skin. And in some cases, um, we have a style but it isn't fully refined until we get older. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, I'll give you me as an example. I am what you would call a, a, a very classic um, mm-hmm. dresser. I, I I wear things that do not go out of style. I do not buy trendy. And, and in the beginning, mm-hmm. that was because it was a cost factor. If I bought something trendy, it wasn't going to be useful one or two or three years down the road. And And then later on, it became no, I'm not comfortable wearing trends. That makes me feel flighty. Um, some people love that. They love that new, um, tr- as you said, the trends, the magazine articles, you know, the covers, are, they're all very enticing. Um, but I think we all have some sort of feeling at, at, at our core of what we feel comfortable in. But what I find as I watched my daughter grow, uh-huh. she would watch other people. And she would love what they were wearing, but it did not suit our very petite body tight types. And so sometimes styles that you observe other people in and you think they look amazing aren't suitable to your body type. And and that I remember sitting her down and saying, Honey, we are <laughs> we are not tall and willowy. And and so that that you know I'm sorry about that the gene pool just doesn't include that, but you know there are things that you can do. And what was interesting is we found you know in the magazines somebody who is small, petite, even our coloring, and and that gave her an idea of oh you still can look um, the way you're thinking you'd like to look, but not in a way that doesn't suit you. So body styles can change over the years too. I mean, not everybody stays the same size. Uh, We're fluctuating. We have children. There are obvious things that happen. Are those times the catalyst for changing or modifying your style or transitioning your style? I, I definitely think so. A lot of times people just get fed up. They, are tired of feeling this way or, you know, there's been weight change or, you know, a baby or losing weight, gaining weight and just finally, and just not 
knowing where to go. So I always suggest, you know, look on Pinterest. You can find people that are your stature, your body type, because Mm -hmm. it is something my mom always shared with me. Just because it's on trend, you know, the skinny, low hip jeans, she's like, doesn't mean it's for you. And I remember being, you know, a little bummed out as a kid, but Mm -hmm. she was so right. And that's, I try to tell women, you will always look on trend if pieces fit you. Mm -hmm. And it's not, it's not necessarily easy, but there are, you know, pieces or brands that carry certain, you know, for certain shapes. And then I also Mm -hmm. say, you know, find a good tailor that if you want to spend money on a piece, go and, you know, spend that money and just get it to fit properly. If you need to get the waist tucked in, because it is rare to go and fit, you know, a really nice pair of pants. Perfectly. perfectly. It is rare. And I know that's something that people strive for and want a quick, well, they should just zip up and, you know, it is, it does take work because all body shapes are different or might carry it more in your thighs than your waist or vice versa. And so just taking that extra minute to know, you know, your figure um, is super, super important. I agree. And and I, I think that it, it's also been made difficult by the style industry because years ago, you knew that you could buy a certain size from a certain brand Um, online shopping is obviously very popular these days. Not everybody has time or the will to go in and try on a lot of clothing, but all the sizes have changed like crazy. I mean, I can go across six sizes and I haven't changed, but they have. And you know, that's so frustrating to women. It was just in the paper. Was it the Wall Street Journal? Really? It is, it is a guessing game. Yes, I tore it out and I read it. Oh, yesterday. I'll have to it, look it it's up. It's a guessing game um, of how sizes. You just don't know. And I think that's what deters so many women from mm-hmm. even wanting to shop. They give up, rightly so, because for one store, it's this size. Or I know a lot of stores are doing vanity sizing. Right. So it would be down a size to make women feel great. And then or another two, store or would three. Have, yeah. I mean, so that, I, I, I mean, it's it's very confusing because I think once you get used to a brand that fits you, etc., you can feel a little bit comfortable. Okay, if I need something in a hurry, I can go online. I can order it and come right to my house, or I can go try on, you know, whichever color I like. But that's not what happens anymore. Is there any reason that they said in that article that this is all being done other than to confuse women and have them? <laughs> Unhappy about themselves. I know. It's like, wait. I mean, people are so frustrated. Um, But no, it was just a bunch of different people saying, in this store, I felt this way. You know, why is it this? It was more just, I mean, I'm glad there's, they're making people be aware that, Mm -hmm. you know, are not the consumers. They're making the people that are selling, you know, hopefully understand that this is not the way to do it. It actually, you know, pushes people away from certain stores if the Mm -hmm. sizes aren't true to size. Um, but I, I couldn't tell you why other than I know the vanity sizing was so big to make women feel great. I've witnessed that firsthand with women. Oh my gosh, I didn't realize there was a size two when really they're, you know, an eight and it just isn't helping women in that regard at no. all. Um, cause no, it's about it, loving your body the way it is, not right. the number. So. It's funny. I grew up sewing my clothes because in those days they didn't make petite or smaller curvy sizes or, or anything like that. And oh, yeah. the, the patterns are still in those sizing. 
And so it's it's very interesting how some things have, have changed, but the, the pattern sizes really have not to make things. And so I agree with you. I, I just I just find it terribly confusing. So we are coming up on our very first break, and I think we've covered a lot so far. I'm, I'm anxious to cover some more because I think that there are small steps we can take to help ourselves, you know, get there, transition there. It doesn't have to be this major abrupt change. And I, I think that abrupt changes can scare people and, and fears can Absolutely. hold us back. So we will be back after these messages. We are talking with Annie Francis, personal style consultant today. And stay with us. We're Wise Health for Women Radio, and we'll return after these short messages. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. Did you know that the average teenager drinks twice as much soda as milk? Since 1983, sugar consumption in the U.S. is up 28%. Why is that? There are several reasons, but one of the most common is soft drinks. 20-ounce beverages have become the norm, and it's not surprising to find that 43% of our sugar comes from drinks. Sugar is blamed for poor nutritional diets. USDA data shows that people whose diets are high in added sugar eat less calcium, fiber, iron, protein, and many other important nutrients. Fat-free foods are also a culprit. Since sugar is fat-free, many people tend to think it's okay to eat as much as they want. Remember that just because a food is fat-free does not mean that it's calorie-free also. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hilarious. What in the world are you listening to, young man? Oh, Mom, it's just a cool comedy radio show. Well, it sounds much too adult-oriented for you, young man. But it's PG-13, and it's about six super nerds having crazy adventures while they try to take over the world. And you are only 12. Now go to your room and watch Nickelodeon or something. Oh, Mom. Now just what is this? <laughs> Oh my god, that's funny. I've got to tell my friends about Paranoia Texas on TylerNet and TogiNet Radio Monday nights at 8 p.m. It's a show filled with outrageous adventure and hilarious attitude, but it's definitely rated PG-13. I love it. Welcome back. We are talking with Annie Francis, personal style consultant. And, and Annie, on the break, we were talking about, you know, the earlier, the catalyst for change and modifying our style. And you mentioned people feeling badly in the dressing rooms and the size changes. And I, I had that recent experience because the two things I think that are most difficult to buy that people dread are jeans and bathing suits. And... <laughs> I just I'm just pausing for a moment of panic. But I'm not. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and and so you you find a brand that fits you and you're happy and you 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 know go go fine. But I recently ordered a pair of jeans that fit me perfectly and I tried them on and they didn't fit at all. And I had to go to the store something I really don't like to do and 
by the time I left, I was literally in a sweat. I tried on eight or nine pairs of jeans in all these different styles. I am not alone. There were three other women in the dressing rooms. They all kept coming out into the aisle, all of us, kept coming into the aisle going, what did you change? Why did you change? What is the comparable buy? And all four of us left without buying anything and feeling crummy. It's terrible. It's, um, and the solution is, you know, then you have to go on a big, huge hunt to find Mm -hmm. another pair of a brand, a different brand. So I always suggest with clients to buy more than one pair Mm -hmm. when you love it right then, but it's always good to try on because sometimes they are the exact same pair of jeans might be just the alterations might be a little different or how they're cut. So it is always wise to try on the second pair of jeans or the third. And it is tough because sometimes you just want a quick replacement. Um, And when they're not there, it's like, oh, gosh, I have to start from scratch. Do I even want to wear jeans? You know, it (laughs) changes everything. I take the easy Um, way out and I go onto eBay. (laughs) Because that's um, genius. (laughs) Well, it is genius because it people outgrow their jeans. They change their styles, etc. But if I'm still the same, I just put that in Mm -hmm. and you can get it for a fraction of the cost. So let's talk about some of those ones that we all smile at, but we've all been caught in. At least I have. Um, The fashion don'ts. And and I remember growing up with Glamour magazine and the Glamour don'ts where they had the picture and then the cover over the eyes. And most women over 40 recognize the Glamour don'ts. And you're laughing, but I think you know what I mean. And so theme sweaters were a big one or in my case my, my my daughter called me on it when she was in high school those are mom jeans and and which is so in style now <laughs> is it really it is they they actually title some as mom jeans oh i'm not going I'm backward not sure. sorry i go forward not backward <laughs> okay although i do I laugh because the rise being high you uh, know coming to high rise where it's a longer you see a right. longer backside. And right. Yes, but the funny thing is, it, you just wait 20 years and it's back again. So what they're called low rise was what we called hip huggers. What they yes. called boot cut was very close to, you know, the wider legs. I, I, just, I just think it's, it's very interesting how we are very easily manipulated in terms of spending money. Um we can go a whole nother show on that part, but okay. how do we fall victim to that? It is tough because I know maybe it was even on Oprah or some, somewhere that said, hey, if you didn't wear an outfit or a piece last season, if the hanger wasn't turned around, then toss it. And that's absolutely <laughs> against what I am and not not Me from too. a hoarder standpoint, but more so that I know it will be back in. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those, like the books of bringing you joy. If this, if that shirt really brings you joy and you don't wear it one season, I'll wear the heck out of it the following season. So it feels like you're kind of shopping again. Mm-hmm. So hanging on to pieces, if you've got room, you know, to store them for a year or two years, it always, always comes back. Um, the velvet that's really in right now. Mm-hmm. I bought a shirt five years ago and now the lure is all the rage. So I dug in my shirts and, found where I'd stored my velvet shirt and I was able to wear it and get compliments galore. But it's so funny. I didn't buy anything new, but I'm technically, even though I don't, you know, with my job, I try to have some trends and be Mm -hmm. aware, but Mm -hmm. it isn't something that I constantly shop for for clients. 
Um, but falling victim, it is hard because, whoa, look at her. And she's got the wide, like, jeans. Well, shoot, I just got rid of them last year because I didn't think <laughs> You're they like, were Can I go style. back to Goodwill? Because I just yeah. gave away. Yeah, no, that, yeah. that happens to everyone. But here's the thing that I'd love to focus in on, you know, as we, as mm-hmm. we go through the rest of the show, is being authentic and self-aware of what, looks good to us. I, I think one of the things I've paid attention to over the years is when I've received compliments on yes. something, what was it? And in general, it was color. It was a, you know, a specific color that someone felt looked good mm-hmm. on me or, um, oh, that, that just, oh, you just don't look good today. I mean, paying attention both pro and con is, oh, is very important. But I think that there are things that you just wear and you go, well, I know these are nice pieces, but I don't feel good in this. And so it's also a, a, a matter of feeling comfortable in what you're in. So that authenticity, 100%. isn't that important in terms of realizing yeah. who you are and what you want to project to the world? And sometimes it's easy and sometimes it is not. Yes. And like you said about the compliment, that's the number one thing I tell clients when they're unsure of, I'm not sure what silhouettes fit me best or what looks good on me or what my style is. And I say, if you get a compliment on the street or wherever you are, people don't just say things. I mean, some out of the kindness of their heart, but there's a reason. And what's so awesome about clothing is it connects people to, Hey, I love that shirt. That looks really great on you. You know, and then you have a dialogue, which is really nice. Um, That's a little bit of a side note on clothing, but. No, no, I think it's very important. It, it's an engaging yeah. thing because mm-hmm. if something drew them into you, that is exactly what you're seeking. Yes. Being accessible, yes. being friendly, being attractive, you know, feeling good about yourself. And I, I think that self-confidence comes through when you feel good in what you wear. Do you find that, I mean, maybe I'm an oddity. Well, no, we'll, we'll confirm that. <laughs> I'm an oddity. Um, I find that on the days that I may feel lower, I will wear bright colors and things that I know people have told me I look good in because it helps me to shift pretty quickly because you feel better in what you're wearing. Is that a trick that you use with people too? No, that's really great. And the oddity of that is more so people when they feel down, they want to just, you know, own it and wear dark colors or black or not try to get themselves you know, boosted, mm-hmm. but it's just like the hands on your hip with confidence. I think mm-hmm. what you're wearing, no matter how you're feeling, it can shift. Then you will get that compliment and you will, you know, see yourself in the mirror in the bathroom, you know, or mm-hmm. something and see, wow, I do look good. And that's my biggest thing is confidence on the inside and out. Mm-hmm. And it is, it takes that external and turns mm-hmm. it internal for those days when you just don't feel good. And mm-hmm. there's no rhyme or reason, or maybe there is, but by putting on something that you know or having those pieces in your closet that you know look great on you and make you feel great, if you put those on even on days you're not feeling that way, I 100% think that it it shifts just slowly. And by the end of the day, you know, it isn't as bad as how it feels or seemed in the morning. So yeah, I think that's awesome that you do Yeah, that. it's a little psychological trip because I do know yeah. that during a dark period, I did just what you said. I disappeared. I didn't even try. Mm-hmm. I went, I went, mm-hmm. I call it going beige and <laughs> with my oh, color, like that. that is not yeah. a good thing on me. Um, but I went invisible and it was just a really dark period of my life. But as I came out of it, I noticed that 
colors came back into my world. And I, I think that's true for a lot of women. You can't go through life without some wounds and some learning yeah. experiences. And so it helps. But talk to me about um, how you got into this. How did your passion for the creative help you with helping women know where to go and what to wear? And that's, that speaks to the authenticity that you had said. I wasn't truly being authentic to myself by taking so long to actually start my business and do fashion. I always wanted to help people. And what that meant to me was as in you know, nursing or I ended up getting my degree in psychology and getting my master's and um, being a licensed therapist, but it wasn't as fulfilling as what I thought I didn't get to create. So my, I felt suppressed that I, you know, I couldn't dress the way I wanted because I wanted it to be about the patient. And, um, it was, it was just tough, but I, my inside, you know, I was just bursting. Hey, I want to do polka dots with stripes. Cause I love that. <laughs> um, you know, and even if I just didn't want it to be about me in the session. So right. I finally, just decided I did art therapy was actually, I, I thought that could be the cure to have my creative juices flow and then be able to help people. And I just, I, it weighed so heavily on my shoulders that it, I wasn't able. I felt too transparent, just like you had said, the wounds we've had, it just was a little bit tough for me. And um, I didn't feel like I was being as, as service, you know, to these women I was working with. So that all the while I'd done styling while I was even um, doing my therapy work. Mm -hmm. And it, it helped me just keep afloat and not get in that dark place. Um, and then finally I took, took the leap. I moved back from New York, was doing therapy still, and then picked up working with another stylist. And it was a dream. Like I wanted to jump out of bed and work with these women. And what was great took a while but finally, now that I've been in business three and a half years, it wasn't until then that I said, wait, I am helping people. This is, this is helping mm -hmm. women and men feel so great. And it could be how you wore the bright clothes to turn your mood around. I'm able to do that with clothing as well. And it is such a great, I mean, it's so fun to witness and um, help women and men, you know, through body changes or just even body issues and, you know, image, um, just not seeing themselves the way they'd like, but taking that time, this is where the therapy came in to get to know my clients really well and build rapport and understand them. So I could then dress them for how they want to represent themselves. Um, not that all women are, have their brand, but they, you're judged sadly on a 10th of a second of what you're wearing. So I want to, you know, create this, look for women that is true to them and they're able to go out there and seize the day and just feel great without even having to think about it. So, I love it. And, and, and we, I, yeah. We're coming yeah. up on another break. I'm sorry to stop you, but we'll oh, stop with that the, for a short break with the carpe diem. I absolutely agree with that. So we're going on a short break. We're talking with okay. Annie Francis and we will continue our discussion on style, authenticity, and feeling and looking your best right after these messages. Stay with us. We're Wise Health for Women Radio and we'll return after these short messages.
you noticed that no matter how carefully you put the Christmas lights away, they still come out all cringle-crangled and jitterty-jitterty the next year. Christmas tree lights were invented in 1882 by Thomas Edison, and by 1900, these miniature versions of his electric light bulb were being advertised to the public. In 1895, Grover Cleveland proudly sponsored the first electrically lit Christmas tree in the White House, featuring more than a hundred multicolored lights. By the next Christmas, members of high society were hosting flambustious Christmas tree parties. Of course, in those early days, the services of a wireman had to be obtained, as many people had considered electricity as a bit of a bugaboo. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert Annette Hammond. Diabetes is becoming a common word because it is so widespread in our society now. According to Health Magazine, the difference between type one diabetes and type two is type one is an autoimmune disease that destroys insulin-producing cells in the pancreas. It is usually diagnosed in people younger than 18, but can strike at any age. Insulin is used to help manage the disease. Type two is when the body loses its sensitivity to insulin and is usually diagnosed in older obese people, but now it's even showing up in children. It is treated with lifestyle changes, oral medication, or insulin. Can exercise and diet really help? You bet. A healthy diet full of vegetables, fruit, whole grains, and low-calorie foods will help you keep the weight off that can cause type two diabetes. Daily exercise is the key to keeping lean and fit. It. Welcome back. We're continuing our conversation with Annie Francis, and on the break we were talking about how women go through phases where we may not be in as great a shape as we used to be, or there's a season that comes along and things feel a little snug or tight. But there are wonderful ways that you can camouflage getting through that season of life because not every season is going to be bright colors, or for that matter, dark colors. And and You know, getting stuck in a rut. So, Annie, as you go through life, and and there are these phases. Maybe you've just had a baby.、Um, maybe you know you've had a a crisis in the family that has caused、uh, less healthy eating, etc. And you just have a time to get through. What are some of the tips you help people with to to get through that season and work toward the next and where you'd like to be again? Yes, because it is a feeling of sort of defeat, and then it goes back. Sometimes it can trickle down to self worth, and、mm-hmm. you don't feel good about yourself. So then you'll throw on sweats or you know the leggings and all of that. So、mm-hmm. I tell women, you know, if the pieces in their closet don't fit, don't have them in the front and center. Let's、mm-hmm. push them to the sides, and the things that do fit you, keep them in front. Because every day you want to feel good. Oh, this this is what I'm going to wear. These are my choices, and although they may not be a lot. For that time of if your body is shifted,、mm-hmm. um, you still want to wear what fits your body now. You have to feel good now to therefore keep pushing yourself to maybe if you want to, you know, be healthier. And this is just that moment in life、mm-hmm. where you know things have changed, and for whatever reason, they have, and they can always go back. So I suggest I I give you the example. After I had my baby, I didn't want to just be around in sweatpants,、um, and I had a bunch of maxi dresses and. Longer dresses that were a little slinky, 
and didn't hug any part of the body. And not that you want to wear a muumuu, but to have something that Smart. can still make you feel pretty and, you know, it could be flowy floral or have a little mm-hmm. slit to show a little leg. Um, mm-hmm. Because I do suggest skirts and dresses sometimes because I know for a lot of women, it you know, weight adds to legs and, you know, the stomach area. So then immediately those jeans are too tight or those shorts are really snug where a skirt is more forgiving um, along with a dress. And then I always suggest sometimes, you know, if you are worried with your sleeves or arms, um, I call it a third layer. So that's adding a necklace or a, a sweater or a vest, which a vest is such an easy way. If you're trying to camouflage, like you had said, throw a vest over because it can hide areas that you might want, but then you still look really put together mm-hmm. with that third layer piece. So I suggest that, um, but not giving up, like still finding those pieces that you can still feel good in and knowing that it isn't, you know, a permanent thing. You still are beautiful and you need to dress as such. Well, I also think it, it lets you recognize that no one's perfect, that things mm-hmm. change and circumstances in life can overcome us at times, but that once you or if you continue to feel good, you can work on the yeah. exercise yeah. that that whatever. And what a good feeling when the following season you're back in those clothes. The following mm-hmm. year you're back in those clothes because you haven't pressured yourself to get it done in three weeks. Yeah. You, you yeah. so maybe maybe this is for a summer period that the, mm, you maybe shouldn't wear those shorts. Um, but by next summer, amazingly so, because you kept yourself feeling positive and pretty, you are, are motivated to very slowly move right back to where you were. Because I think women are so hard on themselves. They, Gosh, they, yeah. It takes nine months to have a baby. And we are anticipated <laughs> to be back in those skinny jeans in three weeks following that child. Oh. But that's yeah. not realistic. And, you know, it. it it's very hard, but small steps can happen. And as I said, you can slip, but go back because you yeah. know what makes you feel good. Or if it is a permanent change for you because of illness or a condition or something, mm-hmm. you'll learn how to dress for that. And yeah. you, what you said, the camouflage, is very important. Then that third layer, accessories are wonderful. Before we move on to accessories, I would love to talk about colors as i have already mentioned okay. earlier and textures and and then move to accessories because some fabrics um some i'll, I'll leave it at fabrics because remember I, I used to sew um make you just feel wonderful you talked about those maxi dresses and there's these wonderful fabrics that exist these days that are flowy and comfortable and you just feel like you're in your favorite t-shirt but you just look wonderful and I think sometimes textures and colors matter. So the fabric matters and, and those things can also make you feel good. Yes. And just with life, you're moving around so much. So you need a fabric that moves with you and Mm -hmm. is, you know, just as versatile as you are and comfortable. And Mm -hmm. that's with the athleisure that's been around nowadays, Mm -hmm. you know, Athleta makes a lot of pieces or Mm -hmm. Lululemon that are everyday pieces. Um, Even big designers now are making, um, they call them shackets, like sweater jackets. So mm. they're still structured. You could wear them to work and look professional, but they don't have the stiff, you know, like a suit. Um, so those type of pieces are really fun for people, I think, to amp up your look without feeling so stuffy and still mm-hmm. feeling like yourself. Um, 
But fabric is, I always say it's so important. You know, some people might be allergic to wool or, you know, cashmere might not be comfortable, even though, you know, it feels so soft. So finding Mm -hmm. those pieces that are comfortable for you. um, And then, you know, texture is, uh, I love mixing texture. I'm actually wearing a ribbed romper today that's just a sweater and cozy. I think, you know, depending on the season, Mm -hmm. getting the piece that is comfortable. And a lot of the jersey knit fabric is, it's pretty much everywhere in a dress, um, you know, in the jogger pants that are hip and still very comfortable. And I think, you know, look great on a lot of women. Um, It is, it's a fun time with designers trying out new fabrics and trying Mm -hmm. to amp up the comfortable side of things just because they know it's more realistic in this day-to-day world. Except that they've also added fashion to it. So they're taking it up a step. So you, you see ads for things like uh, yoga pants, citified. Um, you can wear it to, you know, multiple things. I think we've come mm-hmm. a long way from the elastic waist with the drawstring sweatpants. <laughs> You're laughing, but you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, or the elastic waist skirts that just fit a multitude of sizing. Sometimes they left marks on your tummy and sometimes they didn't, depending <laughs> on where your, where your weight yeah. was. But... The athleisure piece has acknowledged that maybe we slid a little bit too far into looking as though we were doing our laundry when we went out to now looking a little more polished. And you can Mm -hmm. see it when you go to the grocery store. You you see that people are looking a little more um, put together, a little more polished. At least I've noticed a trend because years ago I used to travel a great deal for work. And I would be amazed. People would come on the plane dressed as though they had just painted their garage. And <laughs> and I'd be so surprised because I'd be in mm-hmm. business dress. And I wasn't judging them. I just thought, huh, I, I guess I missed that trend because there's one thing about being comfortable. But there's another thing about um, feeling suitable to where you are going. And I think people do judge. I, I really do. And. I, I try not to stand out. I think a lot of people try not to stand out. There are those who love being flashy and more power to mm-hmm. them. I give them great points for self-confidence. Um, but I think if we feel like we look our best, that's the authenticity piece um, that is really important. So do you feel like there's a little more polish added back to things again? I do. It's. I always looked, my parents always taught me, you know, have pride you know, have your clothes ironed and look that way. So that's, I know that's not as easy for everyone to go and iron a shirt, you know, before their day to day. So I think out of ease, that was simply why people do, you know, oftentimes dress like just more sloppy Um, just for lack of time or, you know, maybe even energy. I'm not sure, but I do think it's companies are trying to work with the working woman that's busy and, you know, to still feel good without wearing a pair of sweatpants. Um, And I think it's pretty fun. It's definitely shifted so much with how everything is kind of workout-y type of wear, but throw a necklace on with it and a fun sneaker, not a running sneaker, and you've got yourself an outfit. But it does um, look put together for on-the-go people. It does. And I I think that, you know, it's great that we are more athletic these days. So there is this athleisure and and you can look like you came from the gym, but it does, it 
does, there's a variation on, mm-hmm. on that mm-hmm. look. And, and so I think it does make a difference. But stepping out and, and the tiny little effort it takes to, to look a little bit better really surprised me. Um, because as I moved out of that dark period I mentioned earlier, you know, I started to be more me again. And suddenly I was no longer invisible to the world nor to the mirror when I looked in it. And I thought yeah. that was interesting. But I also want to talk briefly, we're coming up on our last break, but talk briefly about sometimes styles are right for you, even if they have gone out of style, quote, you know, in the in the style books. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think it takes some courage to, to stick with it. But if you know it looks good on you and you like it, or it's a it's part of your self, it's okay to be that person. You've definitely read my mind because I, I say that all the time when I speak on trends. I say it will always be on trend if it fits your body. You know, if that boot cut is more flattering mm-hmm. than an ankle jean or skinny jean that's in style, it will it 100% will always look in style when it fits you properly. It's It's pretty fun to see and it is a matter of, like you said, owning who you are and what fits you best, not going along with what you may see in the catalogs or, you know, displayed in the windows. Um, but it, you in your heart know, and that's something I always, when my style profile that I go through with clients, I ask not a style side. I say, what are five words to describe you? Mm. And sometimes it's very tough. You know, women are very humble and they don't want to, even men like, Oh gosh, five words to describe, you know, it might be kind or any of the slew of words that describe. And I say, then do these five words, does that represent, does your closet represent that? And it is a much deeper level, but it's sort of, you know, if you're authentic, then if you own, you know, that bright yellow sweater and that's you, then that's awesome. So it really gets people to understand, you know, what do they want to elude? What style is them? Um, and just how to best, you know, when shopping or when seeing, and if all black is, you know, classic, then that's their look. You know, if they're sophisticated and refined, then sticking to that in the closet. It's just understanding yourself a bit better to therefore dress, you know, as as it fits. There we go. And we're coming right up on our last break. And we will continue our discussion with Annie Francis right after these short messages. Don't go away. Wise Health for Women Radio, and we'll return after these short messages. It's merging There are more cats in U.S. households than any other pet. Most allurophiles or cat owners know that unlike dogs, taking Kitty for a ride in the car isn't any fun. I mean, you never see a cat hanging its head out the window, enjoying the breeze. Today's domestic cat is descended from a small Mid-Eastern wildcat. A group of kittens is called a kindle, and a group of adult cats is a clouder. What's the word for those dust balls composed entirely of cat hair? Pluffernugans. Personally, I like pigs better than either cats or dogs. Dogs are subservient and look up to man. Cats are aloof and look down on man. A pig, however, will look you in the eye and see as equal. It's Marching Day I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. 
Have you ever met one of those people who just can't be stopped? It's like they're unstoppable. Yeah, I have. Me too. What's their mystique? Nothing stops these people. Each week, join Coach Frankie Picasso for Mission Unstoppable, where you'll meet some of the most amazing people. They've accomplished their goals despite insurmountable odds. They beat adversity, physical hardship, and traumatic events, and emerge triumphantly. They're people just like you and me, and they're winners. Are you unstoppable? Join Frankie Picasso every week for Mission Unstoppable and learn how. Stop. Welcome back. We're continuing our discussion with Annie Francis. And Annie, you mentioned five words that describe you is a a pattern that you use in your style profiles for people. Are you ever surprised by what you hear? With women, absolutely, absolutely. There are just, I mean, I was telling you on break how, you know, some women, I wish it wasn't that way that we're feeling so bad about ourselves or, you know, things change. But Mm -hmm. there's definitely a pattern of just finding, you know, effortless people want it to be a little easy. Mm-hmm. Or they just simply don't care about clothing, but they know they need to, to an extent. So I always try to have that compassion of just because I love clothing and you love to sew, so you love, you know, the tactile mm-hmm. pieces. Not everybody cares for that. So how no, do we they don't. It? Yes. So how to make it easy that, hey, you can still look really great without a bunch of time, like finding mm-hmm. the color that you love or the silhouettes and sticking to those. Um, I always say it's kind of like your suitcase when you pack on a trip you pack your favorite pieces at least I do they might not even match but I know they're all my favorites so therefore I get to my destination my closet or you know I dress great because they're all my favorite pieces that fit well. <laughs> that's how you want your closet right you, you want some bum around jeans for the weekend or you know fun sweatshirts but for the most part if you keep your closet you know concise and you know everything fits well you love how you feel in them then it won't be as troublesome or so daunting in the mornings. You're right. And and I think that we have, we, I feel like bowing down to some of these manufacturers and, and inventors who have added Lycra to a lot of uh-huh, fabrics that uh-huh. previously had never been added because clothes are more comfortable now. And that is, it, I'm sure Lycra was added more to make things more body conscious and to hold their shape. And, and that's true too. But thank goodness for them, because you can put on a pair of jeans one day, and if I hang them up that night, you can put them on again, and you still look decent. So if you're doing an overnight trip, you don't need to pack two pair of jeans because you're going to bag them out the way the old-timey jeans were. That's just an example. So I I find that um, I'm grateful for the evolution in some of these uh, additions to the textiles that that make a difference. So, I know you probably want to ask me, but uh-huh. what are the five words that describe you? Oh gosh, see here I am. It's tough. Um, I just beat you to the punch. <laughs> I know, I know. Oh gosh, um, I'd say creative for sure, energetic, um, kind, a compassionate, and. Um, maybe fun-loving, if that's not the same as energetic. That's, no, they're but different. Yes, those would be they're mine. Different. And, 
I'll give you yeah. mine just because I put yeah, you on please. the spot like that. I, I know. Say, I know. I but I was. I thought I'm going to just get her first. So at any rate, um, I would describe my clothing choices as classic, accessible, happy, warm, and in my case, sensual because I love the tactile nature of, say, a, a cashmere or a, the jersey we talked about before or the textures. So those are my five. Oh, those are great. And do you feel your closet represents? Yes. Represents those? Okay. They do. It does. And and I think that, you know, I've been doing a lot of cleaning out closets um, because I'm finding less is more. And I feel comfortable in some things and I've, I'm ready to give up on some of these other things that you, you bought on sale. You mentioned that earlier. You bought on sale, but you know what? Just because it was a bargain doesn't mean it's terrific. And then I also find <laughs> as you get older, just because you can wear it doesn't possibly mean you should because I'm all for dressing and things that make you feel terrific. But there are some things that are age appropriate. Um, I, I had a friend who used to wear her teenage daughter's clothes all the time. Well, that's fine because she was the right size, but it wasn't fine. And my daughter once came to me and said, you know, thank you for not doing yeah. that because it's kind of weird. She's getting older. She's got to accept she's getting older, but that makes her actually look older rather than yeah. younger. And I thought that was yeah. very astute for, you know, somebody in her 20s. Your daughter to, to notice, yes. Yeah, I thought there that was, was pretty trend. surprising. It is. And there that just reminds me there was a French quote of women um, – in France have confidence, not because the older they get, the tighter their skirts are to show, but more that they are, you know, confident and authentic that as they age, they're aging gracefully and they are using their confidence to make them, you know, sassy, not the tight skirt that makes them want to feel youthful, but more so of how they feel. And I always, I know I botched the quote up, but it's one (laughs) of my favorites in terms of showing how we feel as we age, we would love, you know, to get in that mini skirt and maybe not love, but, you know, to look that way again. And it's like, why don't we, you know, transition it and dress appropriately for our body. And that will elude that same confidence that we may have had, or, you know, when we wore these shorter, smaller items. Right. And, and I, th- I think, you know, that aging gracefully is the, is the phrase mm-hmm. I was looking for, because I think that, you really can age gracefully and look and feel young at heart. I, I always laugh because I, I'm over 40, but if, if someone says, how old do you feel? I'm like, oh, about 37. And <laughs> I'm 100% serious. I think a lot of how we look and project to the world is how we feel inside. And that wasn't always the case. You know, I felt about 95 at, cer- at certain times in my um, life. But I think once you have accepted where you are and you're happy where you are, or maybe contented is the word, which is an Mm -hmm. unusual old-fashioned word you don't hear very often anymore, but it's one that I think women can grow into comfortably because it is a classic word and contentment, everybody knows what that means. Mm -hmm. So in terms of your clothing, your brand, your style, how do you bring women to that place or closer to that place, I should say. Yes. And it is, um, it does take getting to know the process of getting to know yourself and your style, those 
five words, um, what your day-to-day is and dressing to that. Um, so it is a little bit, not necessarily hand-holding, but giving the, the okay. Sometimes it's a matter of trust. You know, you go into a store and it's like, well, of course they told me it looks good. They want to sell it to me. So it's, it's true. trusting yourself um, mm-hmm. because I said, you know, there's a million clothing choices for me to make. I would never say something looks great when I know we could find something better. Mm-hmm. And I think in your heart, not that you have to, you know, go to a retailer and go, you know, you can look in the mirror and know, does this look really great on me? You, you know, so it's taking that extra minute. I think with women, the shift comes when they're taking the time for themselves and knowing that that's okay. You know, take an extra five minutes to um, throw on the necklace and find a fun shoe or put on a great, you know, even pair of underwear that just make you feel pretty. Amen. My great grandma always say, yes. Mm-hmm. She's like, if you feel pretty on the inside, you feel pretty on the outside. And that has always stuck with me. And it almost forced, not forced you, but sort of, to put on something fun because you know you feel great underneath. Um, I agree. It's self-care. It's self-care. It's a kindness to yourself. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. I love that. Oh, that's so true. It's so true. So it's having, you know, when people reach out that want the help, it is them accepting, hey, I do want to look and feel better Mm -hmm. or my best. And so that's something I've always from getting into therapy was help you know, women and men seek their fullest potential. And if it's through clothing, so then they they can, you know, get said, seize the day, then so be it. So I, I love having, um, giving them the tools of, you know, tips of, hey, take that extra time, wear a fun pair of socks today, put on, you know, a red <laughs> and, and a fun men color. are embracing that too. The fun socks are, and the fun oh, ties, yeah. you know, are, are out there too. Talk briefly about in the time we have left, um, just a little bit about accessories because you mentioned creativity. And I think that sometimes if you take a look in your closet, you may find that that scarf would make a really cool belt uh, or put the buckle in the back. I've done some unusual things um, sometimes that were surprisingly good. Some were busts, obviously, because everything is an experiment. But sometimes you find things in your closet that can be multi-purposed or leveraged that you hadn't thought about. Oh, it's it's so fun. For instance, my mother-in-law gave me a fur piece that went around her head, and I had no idea. She just handed it to me, said, you know, you can have this. I didn't know that it was for her head, and I put it around my neck to look like a fur <laughs> you know, and it looks amazing around my neck with my coats and it's just being a little more creative. And again, I always say, look on Pinterest for fun ideas. Mm -hmm. Um, even the, the denim hems that are all in, I actually did a decorate your denim party. How can you take an old pair of denim? And if you do want to make it a little trendy, you could cut off the bottoms or put some beads or pearls on, um, because I always try to salvage pieces, but it is a matter that accessories, it's fun to have a piece. I would say it's, I suggest even to go, you know, next time you're at a, a market or um, some sort of street festival to get a really cool piece that means a lot to you, that it just speaks to you it, and spend that extra money on something that's local and makes you feel good. I'm wearing something right now that's just a fun bracelet that I feel great. And it was more than I'd normally pay for something, but because of it, it was like this old horse harness and I used to ride horses. So oh, I don't know fun. what horse this was from, but it just it seemed really neat to me. Um, I so love that. 
Yeah, thanks. So thanks. how do our listeners find out more about you and your services and, and the things that you offer? Oh, it's um, my website is the best way. It's www.notjustanniestyle.com. So okay. the play on words, I know it's a long um, long name, but that's the best way. And I love to chat. I always love to chat first to see if we're a, a great fit for each other because it is a relationship we're building and understanding of um, women and men. So I always love to chat before moving into anything else just to see how I can best help. That's your that's your counseling you. background because as you know not everyone's a perfect fit for each other. So that's that's a really mm-hmm. nice way that you you phrase that because um you are building a relationship and people's clothing and their identities and their self-awareness are all tied into it. Have we missed anything that you would like to um mention? We have about 45 seconds left. Okay. I would say um with the upcoming week, well, not upcoming weekend, I guess it's the end of the week, to go to your closet and if pieces don't, you know, light you up or make you feel so great, as tough as it is, donate those pieces because they can be used in someone else's home. I always say they've, they've had their time and if you're throwing away a gift, you're not throwing away that person. That's a mm-hmm. tough one too. Mm-hmm. So to get that closet, you know, a little more streamlined to help you love the pieces that alone will just take some weight off your shoulders because you're in your closet every single day. So to make it a little easier to get dressed is um, one of the best recommendations I, I can Annie, thank you. We have come to the end Thanks. of our show. It's gone very, very quickly. Go to notjustanniestyle.com to learn more. Annie, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us today. Thank you, Linda. You as well. I appreciate it so much. A pleasure. Thank you for tuning in today. You can find more shows at wisehealthforwomenradio.com.